And again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. Jason Sample in the studio with you. We're continuing our ongoing series of featuring various artists from around the Jamestown and Chautauqua region. And for this portion of the program, we're going to be talking with visual artist Joe Grice, who's joining us on the telephone. Uh, Joe, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, happy to talk with you and learn a little bit more about you as an artist and, of course, your artwork as well. You also uh, play music, and we've had you on the air in the past talking about your music. And we even had yeah. our, our own Anthony Merchant, who does the Power Chord Hour, have you on the uh, on the air last week, as a matter of fact. So so no stranger yeah. to WRFA. Yep, exactly. I love the station. Right on. Well, we appreciate all the work you do in our community, uh, both uh, through music and your visual artwork. So so let's talk about the, the visual side of things. And maybe a good place to start out with is just to remind our listeners or tell our listeners a little bit about the kind of art that you make. Uh, do you have a specific medium you prefer to work in or, or a style you try to follow? Yeah, um, I, I primarily stick to uh, wildlife paintings, um, mostly of birds um i paint other things but that's a a huge chunk of my work um they're watercolor paintings but um i also work in oils acrylic charcoal i do some digital stuff as well all right and so what made you choose focusing on the subject matter you're currently focusing on birds um well i grew up always kind of appreciating nature and wildlife and and always being fascinated with animals. Um, actually, when I moved to um, Charlotte, North Carolina in 2016, um, I found myself kind of doing a lot of a lot more bird watching at my house, and, and you know some of the best parts of my day were sitting out back and drinking a cup of coffee and and watching the birds that had been to my feeder that I had never seen before, and so it started this this kind of trajectory where, you know, I, I started, you know, studying them and, you know, gaining this appreciation and wanting to paint them because, um, you know, birds, you come in all kinds of different colors and shapes and have all these really cool movements. And so they're almost like living paintings. And it was something that I, that I just kind of gained this, this, um, admiration for. And uh, it just kind of took its own, went on its own from there. All right. So, so when you are uh, working on uh, your paintings, how much time do you typically spend doing that? I mean, do you have a, a, a rigid schedule you try to follow, or uh, do you do it more so when inspiration strikes? Usually I, I try to uh, fit in a few days a week, two to three, sometimes four days a week. Um, depending on if I've got a commission that um, I'm working on for somebody. Um, if I can't make it to my studio, I will sit at home and maybe, you know, spend 20 or 30 minutes drawing on my iPad. Um, I it, It's nice to, to have a separate space from my home to be able to, to get away and, and work on the stuff and be able to focus. Um, and... You know, sometimes even just scrolling through through social media and seeing, um, I follow a lot of of bird photographers and stuff, and seeing something that is is really moving to me. You know, maybe I'll I'll bookmark that and see if it's something that I want to turn into a painting at a later time. 
Okay, so when you are uh, doing your paintings, do you do you typically go by um, photograph? Uh, and if, if so, do you try to take your own photographs? Or as you noted, sometimes you might see a, a really uh, striking photograph, I would imagine, that, that inspires you to uh, use that as the focus of your painting. Yeah, I, I usually do um, work from photographs. Uh, my work is pretty representational, so... Um, you know, I'll try to collect a, a group of reference images to, to kind of figure out what it is that I want to put down on the the canvas exactly. Um, and you know, I'll I'll do some sometimes more like abstracted backgrounds, and that's where I'll you know be able to to stray from the reference and and have a little bit more fun and creativity with it. Okay, and, and when it comes to uh, making the paintings, do you have a specific goal or number you try to stick to, or is it really as long as the process takes to make that specific piece of uh, art or painting? Yeah, I don't usually set a, a goal for how many pieces I am trying to accomplish, maybe in a, a month or so. Um, I just kind of, I like to always have several different pieces in the work at the same time. And just depending on the deadline, you know, I, I'll prioritize one or the other. Um, but I usually like to, if I'm just painting for myself, I like to have a, a couple of different things in the work and the works because uh, it helps you kind of um, stay uh, objective about your art. And when you step away, you can come back and, and see the things that you need to, to work on instead of just trying to hunker down and and just get something out um, without focusing on anything else. It can kind of like, you know, skewer your, your uh, problem-solving capabilities, I guess. Yeah, I guess it works that way with just about any form of creativity, right? Whether you're writing or whether yeah. you're making a song, uh, you, you kind of want to step away from a project and, and work on something else just to give yourself that distance and an opportunity to... Uh, return to it and objectively identify uh, things to work on rather than trying to do it all at once and, and in a hurry. Exactly, exactly. All right, so so what kind of training or education have you had? Are, are you formally trained in the arts, or is it something that just comes naturally and something you've done um, over time? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I always grew up uh, drawing and painting. I come from a pretty creative family, uh, fortunately, so I always would watch my mom painting and my older brother, um, Dave paints. And, uh, I, so it was something that I knew that I wanted to pursue in my life. So when I went to, uh, went to college, I went to JCC for two years and studied art there. I went to Fredonia, um, for two years and, and studied art there. And then when I moved to Charlotte, I taught at an art studio for three years, which is, I consider that another form of learning because you're um, you're now solving problems that maybe you wouldn't necessarily run into just working on your own paintings. All right, all right. Again, we're talking with uh, Joe Grice, a local artist, and talking about some of his artwork here in Arts on Fire today via telephone. And uh, Joe, are, are you inspired by other artists? If so, who are they, and why or how have they inspired you in your work? Um, well, naturally, uh, Roger Tory Peterson 
is a, a huge influence on my work. Um, it's, you know, he's got such an impact on this area and he did so much for, um, I guess the, the art world and ornithology and, um, helping people appreciate birds and other wildlife. And, um, so, you know, his field guides were something that I grew up with or watching or looking at and, um, studying the birds and, you know, seeing the way that he approached those types of paintings was really cool. And it's, it's got an impact on my work because I, I do try to kind of bridge that gap between, uh, you know, a fine art painting and uh, like a, a scientific study almost um, right. to try we, to get things very accurate. We had uh, David Brisbro on earlier this hour, and he was talking about, mm-hmm. obviously an art, art uh, educator and also a painter, talking about the difference between a, uh, a painting for art's sake and an illustration to accompany a, right. a specific point. And I know that Roger Tory Peterson obviously was the, the foremost an illustrator who, who studied birds and, and used the illustrations to accompany the educational aspect of learning about birds. But obviously it's, it's art all the same, regardless of whether it was an right. illustration uh, for a textbook or, or you know, they're, they're beautiful regardless of, of the purpose behind the reasons why he did it. And he did it wonderfully. And, and your own work speaks for itself as well. You do a great job, too. I, pre- I appreciate it. So, um, I'm also, I, I also like to, um, I, I like to just take as much art from all over the art world as I can. And um, so I like to study um, figure artists and landscape artists and, uh, you know, people who paint still lives and, and even abstract paintings. I'll, I'll be able to stand and look at, for you know 20 minutes and and kind of take in the colors and the shapes and and different things that that help me you know help inspire my work um i also grew up uh really following uh comic book artists like jim lee and um even ashley wood um people who who approached the art form in different ways. And I think that by doing that, it can help you um, kind of bring in a new, uh, a new dimension into your artwork. Right on. And, and getting back to the subject matter of birds too. So, you know, talking about the, the amount of time it may take to uh, focus on the specific details. The interesting thing that I see from looking at, you know, images of birds, for example, is that, well, yeah, you know, it's a bird and people say, well, how detailed can you get? But when you look at the individual feathers, I mean, you, you could spend literally hours on just like one feather on a bird's wing because they are so, you know, detailed in, in terms of the color, uh, the number of individual, I guess, uh, fibers within, within the feather and all that. Do you, do you try to focus on that type of minute detail or do you just try to really focus more on just the overall, you know, object that is, that is the bird? I used to really try to, uh, um, you know, put things under a microscope and get as many details as I could get in there um, with not just birds, but any any piece of art that I made. And I still, in some ways, do that, um, but not necessarily as a rule or all the time. Um, I have learned to, you know, by, by studying other artists that have a more loose style 
in a more abstracted style. I've been able to kind of relax a little bit with my artwork, and I think that that helps. Um, it helps you focus on your composition. It helps you fo- focus on your, your tones and um, the overall image because when you kind of really zoom in and you're trying to get all of these little details perfect, maybe you're taking that focus away from your original drawing and maybe, you know, some kind of proportion is off and you didn't notice that because you were too busy trying to, like, take a tiny little brush and paint a highlight on the eye, but the shape of the eye is wrong. So um, it's really good to kind of have that balance um, between um, really faithfully detailing an image and kind of loosening up. And and this is an art form, so, you know, you can can play around with... um, with the the color and and the style that you're painting and kind of bring in a lot of different influences right on kind of a kind of a balance between the the micro and the macro approach to uh exactly creating the artwork very good so mm-hmm. do you I, I mean obviously because roger tory peterson is so well known in the jamestown community in chautauqua county and of course around the world um, I'm, I'm sure that people, when they look at your artwork and because he's an influence on you, they may say, well, you know, that, that looks great. That looks like a Roger Tory Peterson piece. Does, does that happen a lot where people compare your work to him or other artists? And if so, who, who are some of the other artists that you may uh, be compared to? Um, yeah, primarily it's Roger Tory Peterson. And the reason why is because he made his, his uh, field guides, guides, his artwork so accessible to the general public. And so when it comes to um, specific artists that everybody knows, um, he's one of those names, especially around here, he's one of those names that um, people are like, it's, so, it's the only person I know that paints birds. And so you definitely are, your art looks like Roger Tory Peterson. And right. I think that that's, that's something that um, is, is one of the great things that he did was he made that knowledge and that appreciation accessible to everyone. Um, and I think that that's, that's something that I, I try to bring in, into my art a little bit is, uh, you know, I want people to be able to appreciate the birds and the animals and view them kind of with respect and, and as an art form and as these, these, you know, elegant creatures that we can, you know, coexist coexist with i guess all right right on uh, again we're talking with joe grice uh jamestown based artist you're, you're still in the jamestown area right joe yeah i did uh i moved back here from all right from charlotte and uh left september actually super so so do you have any particular piece or series of pieces that you're you're most proud of um there's individual paintings that i've done um that i felt were really successful um, but as far as a, a series go, I actually, I release, I tried to release a, uh, calendar every year of, uh, of all bird images. And for the past couple of years, I've, I've put them out and, um, those are, those are something that I, that have been kind of like a highlight for me to be able to, to put together and do, um, because it's just a way for people to, to, have access to my artwork and access to 
images of these birds um, that wouldn't necessarily just want to buy one individual painting. They can just pick up a calendar and be able to see these things uh, each month month of the year. Right on, right on. I'll, I'll give it some. Uh, I'll ask you about the details on how to get the calendar for. Uh... 2021 or even 2020 at the end of our conversation here I, I i did want to ask you though you know the one question i ask all artists that we interview here is why do you think art is important to our community i think that um art in the community in any community um whether it be um music or visual arts or performing arts um it's what makes a community vibrant and special um you know when people are are working and you know they they have the weekend off and they want to explore and and entertain themselves they seek the arts to kind of enrich their lives and inspire them um so i think that our community especially has so many um talented people and and has such a rich um history of celebrating the arts i think it's it's you know kind of synonymous with with western new york and jamestown and chautauqua county is um the great arts community that we've got here all right and what do you hope people will get from seeing your own artwork well like i said i i hope that that people will kind of view these paintings and and gain a new appreciation that maybe they didn't have for the animals themselves. I mean, it's it's really easy for people to forget that, you know, this is a planet that we, sh- we share with all these other living creatures. And um, especially in, in our area, we've got such great wildlife that um, that is really, really awesome to kind of look at and, and learn about. Um, and the, the birds, I think, you know, they are a little bit underrepresented when it comes to the priorities of uh, people's everyday lives. So I like to maybe highlight that and um, just have people kind of gain an appreciation for, uh, for these creatures. I like that. I like that. You know, one of the things I enjoy doing is sitting on my back deck with a pair of binoculars and maybe a, a glass of beer or bourbon and doing some bird yeah. watching my wife and I, you know, it's one of the great things about summertime here in a largely rural areas. You, even if you live in a, in a, you know, the village or in the city, you still have an opportunity to see all those wonderful birds flying around. So I, I like that a lot. Do you, do you have a, a bird that's your favorite either as a, just as a, an animal or even as a subject to, to work on? Um, well, hummingbirds are of course always great to paint. Um, even cardinals with their, really bright vibrant reds um are are a lot of fun to paint uh if i'm out and bird watching or even just you know going for a a walk or a hike or driving or something and i see a hawk that's always um that's always like a really exciting experience when you see uh maybe a red-tailed hawk or a cooper's hawk kind of swoop down and and land close to you, that's always uh, a really exciting experience um, to see those those big, massive, powerful creatures kind of come down and get close to you. Right on, right on. 
I, I think all my questions are satisfied. Of course, you know, where, where can people find your artwork? I guess is a good way to um, cap off the interview is where can people find your artwork and learn more about you as an artist? Um, my website is josephgrice.art. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at josephgriceart with underscores in between. Um, I'm on Etsy. You can find like prints and, um, I think I still got my calendar on there as well. Um, that's Etsy.com slash shop slash, uh, Joseph Grice art, or you can just go to Etsy and type Joseph Grice art as one word in the search bar. And you can email me if you'd like, uh, if you're interested in a painting that you've seen of mine or, uh, even commissioning a new custom piece for your own, um, you can email me at josephgriceart at gmail.com. Very good. I think all my questions are uh, satisfied. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I, I definitely appreciate you uh, talking to me about this, and this is a really awesome thing that you guys are doing for the arts community. So I just want to thank you. Yeah, well, thank you very much for talking with us today. Joe Grice, a visual artist, Jamestown resident, thank you for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. All right, thanks a lot. Have a good one.